So this is where my theme music would go. 808s, air horns, the whole, the whole shebang. But you guys would fast forward through that anyway. So what's doing, everybody? This is Pain Productions. The show recorded in Champagne, fueled by those connected to Champagne. Sometimes you get the painful experience. Sometimes we do a bag of six. But today, today I'm joined by Michael Butler and Sean Moore. And people still don't care about our fantasy football league. But we're here to talk about it anyway. So welcome, fellas. How's it Hello. going? Hello. How's it going, Ryan? What's poppin'? It is good. Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I know. I can't. I'm, I'm going to be transparent about it. I had, a, I had to black out my cameras. I'm trying something new. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself out there. Wouldn't even let us see behind the curtain to know what's going on with that intro. It must be very, very secretive. Exactly. So, yeah, we did one uh, before fantasy football season started. Literally, nobody does care about your fantasy football team except yourself. And as you're invested four games in, what used to be a quarter of the season, we, they extended a game this year, but still roughly about the same time. Now only you are still panicked about your season. I know myself, I'll, I'll give my, my wife even uh, scenarios out of nowhere and, and just get a, she doesn't know anything about any of the players, but I'm just, the starter sick questions. I'm like, all right, so here's the deal. <laughs> this guy, his name's Trey Sermon. He's not started a game yet, but everybody in front of him is integer. This is what's going to happen. The other guy, his name's Miles Gaskin. And his starting quarterback is hurt, and he's been getting punished by it. But, you know, he still catches more passes than the other guy, and she's like, hmm, I like the name Trey more than I like Miles. And I'm like, all right, we're out. <laughs> I didn't even mention EPMD, which would put her over the top. So, you know, nobody cares about our fantasy football teams, but, yeah, we're still in this right now. So let's talk about it. So my first question of the night if you had to do it all over again and you have the number one pick of your draft who would you choose and why is it not travis kelsey go Ooh, go ahead mike <laughs> um number one pick overall you have the number one pick overall does it, Look, does it know matter? what you know now hindsight 2020 i have four weeks of experience in me who's your number one pick uh, well then my number one pick would be Tyreek Hill with all the information that I have Ooh. now. Um, dude's setting, he's on a tortured pace, um, killing it with the stats, touchdowns. Um, had a little inconsistencies, but he's he's scoring. He's putting up a lot of points, and I feel like I've played him every week. He's had big points. So that would be my pick, knowing what I know now. Like, Right. In retrospect, that's exactly. He's single-handed me. I lost. I lost. Uh, I had Logan Thomas last week as my tight end. I lost him early on, and I'm like, oh man, I'm kind of, I'm kind of boned this week. And uh, he almost single-handedly won me my week last week. And he is the number two wide receiver overall. A, you know, I, I have a full PBR league. Most people play that. That that's my preferred format, but not everybody. Mm-hmm. But week one, he got me forty-five point one. And then last week he got me 53.6 in my league. So, I mean, those, that's what you go for. I mean, it is some kind of boomer bust. Sometimes they commit on one player or another. 
But yeah, he he can literally win you a league so far. He yeah, I, I've got him in in one of my I've got, I've got him in two of my leagues actually, and he's great when he's on. But he's he's a little like uh, like rich man Mike Evans right now, where it's you're either getting that great 40, 50 point game where you're getting nothing. Uh, I lost one game because he got like five or so. Was that week two? Without looking at the rest of your roster, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was specifically his fault. If I'm picking, if I'm picking number one again, I'm I'm still going Christian McCaffrey, even knowing what I know now. Um, despite that injury, he's still gotten 30 points in in two of the first four games. I'm still going to trust that he's going to come back and basically be a week to week. I can bank on him to get 20 plus every week. To, to lead my team Tyreek. I mean, I, maybe it's just the risk in me. I'm not super wild about ups and downs to, to put all of my eggs in that basket. I like the pick. Don't get me wrong. I think he's, he's an amazing player when he's on, but I, I want a little bit more stability for my number one pick. But no, you know, as when week four, when you say ups and downs, you literally got a goose egg from, from them, depending on correct, your, correct. So, I mean, that is that's. I mean, at least Tyree gave you five on his down weeks, and last year I kept thinking, and I do believe CMC will come back. Yeah. But as someone who had him this last year. year, I didn't have a pick inside the top ten this year, so I have none of the top backs. So maybe I'm a little biased on this as it was. But last year I did have CMC, and he did get hurt. And then they kept telling me, oh, he's coming back. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. And I didn't have IR spots in one of my leagues that I had him. Oh, he's coming back. No, no, seriously, this time he's coming back. He never came back. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean towards a running back if I've got the number one pick, just because okay. of positional scarcity. Um, you can find other decent-ish receivers, despite Tyreek being week one and week four, just absolutely killing it. And they'll bring – McCaffrey back this year because they're actually winning. They weren't winning last year, so like there was no reason to bring him back. So sure, like him trading being a six hurt. round pick for Stefan Gilmore. They're gonna be yeah. they're gonna be going for it. Yeah, they're and trading. Their defense, you know, I mean they did play uh they did bum slay the first three games, but their defense does look legit and picking up Gilmore. And uh DJ, DJ Moore's balling out, your cousin Sean. I mean, like yep. it's starting to look good for them. Definitely. It's the curse of uh, Adam Gates. You know, Sam Darnold might not have been a bad <laughs> Maybe if the Jets would have traded number two and kept their quarterback, they might be looking for better for them too. You get rid of that Gates Ventura jet, jet detective, and, and suddenly you're you're in good shape. Man, wow. he was he was such a bad coach uh, for for a couple of different franchises. I can't believe he got a second gig. Uh, but yeah, Darnold is showing that hey. Maybe maybe get away from this guy and hey, I'm not so bad. <laughs> I always I loved Darnold coming out. I'm you know I'm a big draft guy. I thought Darnold was going to be the best quarterback in that draft. So to see him actually performing well is nice to see. And they're they're winning, but like yeah. his first couple games though, he looked like uh, a clown. I don't know. Like I was <laughs> like, man, this this is this is why I'm glad the Colts didn't pick up Darnold. But then like he's rushing the ball and and throwing good passes and making good decisions. And like, I like him. Leading I, the I league just, in rushing touchdowns right now. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I just scooped him up down on that, but that's nice. And it's, but it's kind of the progression we saw from Tannehill too. Like when he first started with the Titans, it was like, okay, 
maybe this guy's not too bad. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he was like a steady top 12 quarterback. And even though his wide receivers have been injured this year, I mean, I think people have realized that Tannehill's a legit quarterback once he got out of the thumb of case. Definitely. And I'm sticking with Kelsey. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't take Travis Kelsey number one right now. Again, you talked about position scarcity. Um, Andrews is starting to come on a little bit. You know, uh, Waller's been up and down. But, I mean, the first two games – or the first three games, yeah. And, again, Kelsey kind of had a down week last week. But first week, you know, two touchdowns, 76 yards, over 25 points. Following week, over 100 yards, seven receptions, 24 points. Uh, you know, seven receptions, 104 yards, 18.4 points. Like he's performing Ooh. as the number one tight end and still as a top five wide receiver. Yeah. And as consistent as possible. And just to get out of the hell that is the tight end, tight end battle. Because Hawkinson's been okay. Yep. The people that drafted Pitts are, are in, you know, they're crapping themselves right now because they, they bought in way too early. And then pretty much everybody other than that, like I just told you, know, I lost Logan Thomas. He was one of the guys I was sitting on. I thought maybe Higby would have a great year with the Rams. He's been serviceable. But basically everybody from four on down is this dance of, like, fingers crossed for a touchdown. Yep. The, 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 uh, the league I played with Mike, someone literally spent $100 of their fab on Dawson Knox this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just so, blew I mean, the whole like, budget. And then Ooh. I circled back and I, I got a player off of him. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, you know, but it's, it's, it's a thing. Unless you play in like a tight end premium league or something like that, the security blanket of them. And before we go on to the next subject, when we're about to uh, flex on some teams, like the team I have with Travis Kelsey is one of the only teams I, I, I literally I'm undefeated and I have no real worries on because I know he's going to be that stalwart there. And he's never injured. I'm going to knock on every piece of plywood next to me. And if anybody's listening, anything happens. Um, but, yeah, it's one of the best offenses in the league. And he's always – he's that security blanket for Mahomes. And even though they can bring in uh, Gordon or, you know, whoever else they want to, they still have not solidified that number two receiver. And if people are doubling up on Tyreek, boy's going to feast. So, that's I feel I'm like was it – I was it the uh, the Ravens game where they were they, they decided they were going to try to take away Tyreek and uh, Mahomes was basically going to everybody else, but Tyreek kind of did a little bit of Kelsey, and then every other receiver on their roster, like Byron Pringle, got some love. Last week, yeah, it takes if you you have to decide if you want to take away one or two of the if you take away both of those guys, I mean everybody else on that roster is going to do well because you can't, you can't focus on everybody. There's not enough players on your defense to focus True. on everybody. But so again, someone's going to eat, someone's going to eat on that team. But again, I also, again, echoing your position scarcity, you know, if, if I got Kelsey and I'm right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, yeah. you, if you, if you got, uh, you know, um, McCaffrey and all of a sudden I pick up Patterson off the waiver rock wire, as of now, by week four, we're we're not that much separated from each other. If you that. drafted Mike, if you drafted Tyreek Hill, and I got Cooper Cup in in round like five or six, we're not that far away from each other. 
nobody you guys are drafting at tight end or, or even touching me if I take Travis Kelsey number one. So that's kind of where I'm at to fill my roster from there on out. That's a valid point. I like it. The only thing I don't like about it is like you're, you're drafting your tight end first and then everybody else is getting their elites at everything else. So they'll have two to your one. And that's the only thing I don't like about it. That is a great transition into what teams are we flexing? Because the team does have Travis Kelsey, but let's hear from you guys first. Like, what's your favorite team you have right now? What kind of rosters you got out there? What What is your favorite team at the moment? Because I know you guys play in multiple leagues. Are we touching dynasties? On that, unless you got like an ace and a hole, but hit some of the Mike. Are we touching dynasties? Because I got a killer dynasty. Sure, man. Yeah. All right. So – my favorite team, hands down, and I think I've lost like three games with this team. Uh, I got Josh Allen, Saquon, Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, my man Young Ho. I don't know his real name. Young Ho Koo, um, at kicker. Um, on my bench, I got Dak, Justin Fields, Brandon Cook, Deontay Johnson, Antonio Brown, Cordell Patterson, Dawson Knox, and then I got to go to my injured reserve because that's where the best players are. Um, <laughs> I've got Julio and CMC. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're saying. Well, like a like a four-team league? What do you, that's what are you doing I, I knew that was going to come next, but we've got the whole league involved in this, and I am a, a master trader myself, so I can manipulate any situation into it being into my, my play. Um, my two that I kept from my first round were – McCaffrey and Josh Allen and I didn't even know if Josh Allen was going to be good but I wanted a quarterback that I didn't have to draft that would give me decent points and the last two years it's been it's been dope having him nice that is nice yeah you kind of buried the lead there by by hitting your uh, CMC on your IR I was like okay Mike Williams (laughs) is putting you over the top okay all right this is coming together nice nice construction and then there it is all right man what about you, Sean? So my favorite team, uh, it's another dynasty team. I went 11 and two with this team last year, and I'm actually one and three so far this year. But that's because I have the third most points scored and by far the most points against me. I still think it's a stack <laughs> team, though. Is it a key uh, or something, though? Yeah, it's, it's a dynasty, a okay, full, full on dynasty. Okay. So the good thing I, I like about this one is it's a, it's a two quarterback league. So my two starters are Kyler and Matt Stafford. Jeez. My running backs, I got <laughs> Zeke, Mixon, uh, John Taylor. Uh, and then I got James Robinson, Tony Pollard. Receivers, I got Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Juju. Uh, I'm in that spin cycle on Kyle Pitts uh, with Noah Fant as my tight ends. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a solid team. Uh, and then I got Cordero Patterson on that too. What did you run into? Cup and like Derrick Henry? Or like what kind of weeks were you running into? That you My three losses have been by uh, less than 15 points total. It's just one of those. And I, I also have the – I went to, to Vegas, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And I might have forgotten to set my lineups just oh. because I was <laughs> – so here in the Midwest, you got those nice noon starts. So pretty much no matter what, unless you had a really, really tough night, you're waking up ahead of those games and you're setting your lineups when you're in Vegas, that 10 AM comes kind of quick. Um, 
So I think that Sunday morning I woke up and it was, it was nine something. And, uh, I kind of lost track of what day it was. So got up, you know, kind of took a shower, got dressed, got ready. And it was like, it was the, it was the, the Justin Fields debut against Cleveland. So I flipped that on the TV and I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's football. Football started right now. And then I looked at my, my rosters and I had of my four teams, I had six players that were out that were on my starting lineups. And I'm like, all right, just going to write this off and see how the rest of the weekend goes. Uh, I lost all four of my lineups that week <laughs> just because I was not at all paying attention to what was going on. So, yeah, the, the, the title of the podcast rings true. Nobody, including yourself, cares about your family. Sometimes. <laughs> you have a very good night the night before. You just forget about football and everything that goes along with your fantasy football team. Well, now my team's going to sound like Buster Jones compared to your uh, – because mine's a redraft. All right. And I'm talking about redrafts too. I, I picked uh, late. Uh, I had 11th pick. And Kelsey made it to me. Ooh, so, I nice. Kelsey in the first round. And I and I, I swung around and I got uh, uh, Najee Harrison and Terry McLaurin. So my team as follows is Kyler Murray, Najee Harris, Damian Harris, because nice. Miles Gaskin has kind of fallen off. So he was my actual running back three. I've been kind of going back and forth on that. I got Trey Sermon on the bench. Been playing a little running back roulette there, depending on the matchup, because last week I was not going to play Damian Harris. I got Terry McLaurin. Marvin Jones has been a nice surprise for me. Devontae Smith. Darnell Mooney is coming back around now. The QB1, as us Bear fans like to call him, is, is great a game last game. Yes. Right. Came through. I lost Jerry Judy week one, and my running back three was uh, Mostert. So it was a big hit for my team. But I got Judy in the RR. It'll be coming back. And uh, yeah, that's my favorite team right now, the 4 0. I got another team that I like a lot, but I'm going to save it for like what moves we're going to make. So are you, are you telling me that Miles Gaskin is, is kind of bad? Cause I remember, no. remember about a month ago telling you that, no. that Miles Gaskin was going to be kind of, kind of bad for fantasy I don't, football. I don't know. I don't think Miles Gaskin's bad. I think Miles Gaskin's good, but yes, hmm. I, I will give you props that you, you did not have faith in him. I had zero faith in Miles Gaskin, but I, and I, I believe my, my zero faith is being, uh, rewarded and seen out. We'll just wait. Far. We'll we will wait till Tua gets back, and then we'll reconvene this in week eight. I, I really believe that that has been a difference maker of what's okay. Been going on with I mean, and uh, with pass protection and and certain issues going on there. If you're all for two carries for three yards, I mean, yeah, he's been great. What about uh, what about that Smith kid? How's he working out on your roster? Devonte Smith. Yeah. He's been great, dude. He's talented as hell. Yeah. You guys, you guys remember these young guys that I called out that said we're going to be studs this year? Yeah, he's, right. he's talented as hell. Jamar I love Devontae Chase Smith. As well, yes. <laughs> I was not sold on Jamar Chase, but uh, he's yeah, he's looked really damn good. He's my uh, Devontae Smith, too. He had the bookends, too. Devontae Smith, he, he, he broke off for me week one. Had a couple rough weeks and then, you know, going uh, seven for 122 last week. I think, you know, obviously he goes as Hurts goes and the running game has been paltry. Let's just say Horrible. that there. Yes. Horrible. So I think uh, I think there's nothing but upside for him. They've also had a couple tough matchups. So, um, nah, Devontae Smith. 
you had those rookie wide receivers, dude. I usually don't like to go in on them, Mike, but yeah. And, and of course, the narrative was against Jamar Chase. He's one of the greatest bargains that anybody could have gotten on draft day so far. What's, is he at five? I think five or six touchdowns now? Six, yeah. Keeps and catching those long ones, yeah. Going up. And now uh, between T. Higgins and Mixon that might miss this game, like that dude's going to be just gobbling targets. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited about this. I have him in every team. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, some of us might drop Damian uh, Williams for C.J. Uzuma Rock, but other than that, you know, it's uh, I had to shout that out there. <laughs> uh, we play in a league with somebody, one of our good friends, that supposedly had no idea what happened, but but dropped Damian Williams like the next month he's going to be starting for C.J. Uzuma. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I got my bid in for him. If I can get him, it'll it'll yeah, it'll help me. Bad. We all got our fab in trying to get. That is such a better way to do it. I I hate the, <laughs> the waiver lineup thing where it's just oh you get the number one pick you get to choose no yeah. the, the free agents budget is such a better way to do it. Right, keep rewarding garbage by giving people the first pick. If you all want right. to put your entire budget on Dawson Knox, be my guest. Oh right, yeah, exactly. My man went for it. If nothing else, what'd you put on him, Mike? What you? Uh, I gave him a little bit. So he's got three tight ends. His Kittle, Gronk, and then he put a oh, hundred on Dawson. So then oh, I sent man. him. I sent him OBJ for Gronk, and he bit. So I got OB. I got uh, old Gronkowski coming to join Noah Fan on my team. <laughs> that was yeah. That's a great move, dude. <laughs> All right, so now we talked about who you would do again as number one pick, which is the pick. And, you know, Sean already coming at me about Gaskin, who isn't my biggest regret so far. What is the player that you've picked on some of your redraft or, or current teams that you have regretted picking the most or that is the most disappointing to you coming? Oh, oh, regrets. I have a few, but they're too few to mention. All right. um, Thanks, but uh, let me just go ahead and start. Uh, so in a couple of leagues, I went with, kind of the zero wide receiver approach where I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pick some breakout guys. Um, and hopefully a few of them hit. Uh, I got, I got a couple of leagues where my breakout choices were Brandon Ayuk and Curtis Samuel. Ooh. Uh, I got one league where I got both of those guys. Those are my first two receivers taken was Brandon Ayuk and Curtis Samuel. Oh, that has not gone well. <laughs> um, I, I really expected Brandon Ayuk to have a good, like, I, yeah, man, Dude, like a Debo Samuel type year so far. Um, no, not good. Um, he is not. He he made my my starting lineup first week, and then I I tried him again in the third week when it looked like they were starting to break him out a little bit better. Uh, it's been bad all the time. Thankfully, in that that league, I also had Mike Williams and uh, Michael Pittman to at least oh, carry nice. me enough. But yeah, that league I went zero receiver. I didn't pick a, a receiver until I think round five or round six. Yes. Nice. But the first one I took was was Ayuk. Um, <laughs> and that's been rough. That's been a rough go. <laughs> well, the way he finished last season, I mean, like. He was a stud at the end of last season. I, I thought he was going to be your number one from coming that <laughs> offense. Right. And even, even if they made the Lance switch, I kind of feel it would be similar to Mooney with Fields that, like, they could at least do the, you know, fuck it, I'm going deep move with them and I will go get it kind of move. So, I mean, yeah, I, I had faith in them. I have them on one team. I have got six receptions over four games so far. Yeah, 
that one hurts. What yeah. about you? What about you, Mike? I got two. Um, the obvious one would be Joe Mixon. Told you guys I didn't want to draft him. That's my polarizing <laughs> player. And Joe Mixon is about to not play. And I had to pick up some Madri Pirine. Pirine, <laughs> yeah. Samaj yeah. Pirine. <laughs> In order to survive. Um, not feeling good about that. And then I, I can't drop this dude. So I have to look at him on my roster and every once in a while I might start him. I don't want to, but Kenny Galladay, like I, I don't want to let him go because I know he, he has all the potential in the world, but if I do let him go and somebody else flourishes with him, I'll be mad, but there's no way I'm going to play him. So I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Mixon's a tough one. Cause he came out the gate so hot. Oh dude. I thought everybody's going to be vindicated. And I, I had him as a, in my, one of my long-term full dynasty leagues i've had him for like three years now so that first week i'm like here we go this is exactly what i've been waiting for here we go 30 carries 130 yards no excuses yeah and then like the last two like he's still getting usage but uh he he is not going anywhere the last couple of games uh and now he's hurt so yeah do you it's the same thing that happens every year it's like you get a couple of brief glimpses of Here's here's your number one running back. He's going to lead your team, and uh, then you, then you get the Josh Gordon on him, where he just kind of disappears into the ether. <laughs> <laughs> I got to all right. So I kind of went the opposite of you, Sean, in in, uh, in the league that Mike and I play in, Team Nightmare Fuel. Uh, <laughs> I went wide receiver heavy out of the gate, late late pick again. All my teams are late picks. But this was a guy I really contemplated taking in the first rounds of a lot of my leagues because I was didn't want to miss out on him. He led the league in air yards last year, lost his counterpart, was going to be the main target hog. Calvin Ridley's been pissing me mm-hmm. off and, and, oh, the, yeah. and offense in general. No doubt. Like, the, we've seen it many times. We've seen it nuke. Uh, we've seen it uh, Devontae Adams. Like, you don't have to have – People are like, well, he's being focused upon right now. No, man. The great receivers have have not had right. great guys lining up next to him and still been the, the wide receiver one. I, that's what I was expecting from this guy. But Calvin Ridley has been hurting me. He's not been garbage by any means, but he still – his highest yard total was last week at 80. He hasn't had a 100-yard game. He's got one touchdown. Um we talk about Pitts, uh, you know, uh, Ryan came out and was talking about how Pitts is being focused on. Okay, then throw it to Ridley. Throw it to Ridley. Instead of watching Patterson catch like 19 touchdowns a game, because oh, the gosh. dude won't – he used to be gripping rip it. Like, what happened to Matt Ryan, man? Like, even if your line is not good, their defense isn't that great, I figured there would be a lot of, uh, you know, back and forth. Like, I, I'm, I'm puzzled by it. Now, I will I'm say – so yeah, that one that one's been a tough pill to swallow. I mean, we mentioned maybe and because of that, that is one of the teams that I do have uh, Gaskin on. So that was tough because I did go Adams, Ridley, Lockett, uh, a Judy who's on the IR now, and I got Michael Thomas in the IR too. So when I, I'm trying to stay around 500, and when it comes to fruition, I'm gonna have five great wide receivers there, but. Mm-hmm. Gaskin, 
Gaskins heard me, and I also went with CEH, who, uh, who's, who stumbled off the starting line, but is starting to put up respectable numbers. So I can't hate on him. But my my flex is this is a two flex league. My flexes have been anybody from KJ Osborne to Kadarius Tony to JD McKissick to like, I'm happy to be two and two right now. That's where I'm at. My quarterback's Matt Stafford. He's been helping out a lot. So that's where I'm at. But yeah, Calvin Ridley's been the thorn in my side so far for a team that I really thought was gonna for the guy that's supposed to carry you, he's not he's not been a carrying you type. Right. Yeah, so I'm kind of hoping uh you know i don't like to wish illness upon anybody but if the giants wide receivers can stay injured for another week did you guys see that play tony put on last week did anybody watch that highlight uh wide receiver where he literally dodged everybody like the kids got talent i'm hoping i'm hoping for like a a shades of like uh Old school, you know, rookie OBJ with this kid, but they got too many wide receivers on their team, and he loves Shepard, and and they paid too much money for uh, to Mike's boys. So. They, they drafted him to be a, a poor man, Percy Harvey, and he's not quite that. And but yeah, and they so, added like uh, John Ross too to the mix, like like they needed even more confusion. The Flash, the fastest man in Combine history. That's that like dude. number nine overall pick because of it. Yeah, yeah but that's he, like our Bears adding Rashad Perriman. Like, you know, that, that, that dude's never going to Marquise Gold, Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. I mean, but uh, Danny cool. Dimes or whatever his – Right. Is that Eli Manning? I don't know. But he likes to, <laughs> he likes to chuck it. And, like, if he has a chance to chuck it, I, I think he's going to like that. I mean, that's what made him and OBJ good at first or – it was Eli that made Eli good because Eli could throw the deep ball. So, like, maybe this can work with John Ross. I don't know. I'm skeptical. They got a I lot of say, stuff. My favorite, my favorite thing about Daniel Jones was this line. I can't remember where it came from. So go back in the liner notes maybe after this, Ryan, and, and properly attribute it. But it was <laughs> Daniel Jones looks like the actor cast to play Eli Manning in a movie about Peyton Manning. 100%. <laughs> I forget who said it, but that is 100% right. That hits, dude. That hits. I love it. All right, man. So now we've, we've identified the guys that are pissing us off. Who are, you know, you mentioned Mike Williams, you know, coming to your rescue. Who are the players that have been pleasant surprises? Some of your new favorite players like oh the ones yeah they were like okay all right you know i i i got locket i expect this from locket i got hill i got this from hill some of the top running back you know uh, uh derrick henry's all of a sudden starting to catch a couple passes like people that were nervous about that all of a sudden zeke's actually being something yeah. you know people are like okay I'm, I'm getting what i expected from it but those guys you kind of took the dart throws on that were kind of your guys in the mids or whatever, Who who's some of your favorite players right now? So I'll start with, first off, if you're in a fantasy league, know your scoring. If you're in – I'm in a, a couple of big leagues that reward kick return yards. Oh. you got to know if you're in one of those. <laughs> so oh. week one I looked at my lineup and I'm like – I got some injuries at running back. 
let me let me scour the wire and it's a 12 team full dynasty full defensive player everything so like normal players aren't on that that wave that waiver wire but i'm like oh uh, I see Cordero Patterson is on, on the waiver wire. Let me go ahead and okay. add that. Yeah. Add that guy. He had a pretty good week. He returned some, he had some good return yardage. I think I can get a flex play out of him. And then he proceeded to go 33 and a half, 30.4, 56 <laughs> yeah. the last three weeks. So Cordero Patterson has been my, my Swiss army knife of everything. Fantastic on that. Isn't he, isn't he a top three RB right now in P in, in PR? In Five this league, there. he's numbered two because you also yeah. count kick return yards. Yeah. I'm so not he's, pretty... he's been amazing. Uh, so in that league, yeah, he's been my do-all, everything, fantastic, amazing pickup that I was not expecting. Uh, nice. TJ Hawkinson's well, been – draft him, though. I'm talking about a guy – and, and I'm not slighting you on that, and I love – you know, I've not that, that's that a bit you, of a slight you're slighting me just no I'm not you dug him out of the ground and, and you were ahead of him before because I think even after the first week Patterson put up some decent numbers people still didn't quite pick him up yet like yeah. you know it was like oh that's a flash in the pan from my understanding you were in earlier on him than even that just based on the return I was I went after that first week um for for people I actually drafted that I'm I'm pleasantly surprised on I'll say TJ Hawkinson and yeah. I'll say Mike Williams, uh, both two yeah. guys that I thought were really going to have good years and both have really been uh, maybe not, not not number one. Obviously, Hawkinson's not going to touch Kelsey, but he's been a really solid wide uh, tight end one. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams has been like a wide receiver eight so far in my league. So it's been those two both have been really nice breakouts. No, I think if Williams stays healthy, he's, he's probably going to be a, you know, borderline top 12 and it's weird so he's he was a number five overall pick in the draft and he was kind of thought of as a bust coming out of clemson it was just like oh you know this is the guy you know crazy talent but he's never going to realize it and last year he had like eight touchdowns on something like 40 something catches and you're like oh all right well he's just a guy that catches touchdowns maybe you can use him to to be one of those type of guys and like this year, just he's actually getting targets. He's actually getting catches. He's a fun little player. I think if you're if you're looking for trade targets, that might be a guy you want to try to get in on because you know, maybe their owner's like, oh, maybe I'll sell high on Mike Williams because I don't know that I fully trust what he's doing just yet. But you know, he's he's gotten like twelve targets, twelve targets, eight targets in the last three games or something like that. Uh, so they might be willing to think they're selling high on a guy that I think is going to continue what he's doing. Well, so if you're you looking know, for a little trade target, speaking might be of a, good a one pissed off owner, like what if I floated Calvin Ridley for your Mike Williams, would you accept it? Am I getting Calvin Ridley? Yes. Yes. I would take that. Okay. I'm still, wouldn't. you wouldn't? No. Ooh. I Matt like Mike Ryan. Williams. I don't, I don't think so he's you got, got number Matt one. Matt Ryan. Throwing the ball, and you got Justin Herbert throwing the ball. Can we be in a league? I'll take <laughs> so you, that Calvin Ridley off your hands. You know Justin Herbert's going to stay consistent throughout the year, and he's he's getting better every game. We're watching. But he's it also got Calvin Ridley, or he's got also got Keenan Allen there. But he's not throwing Keenan Allen the ball. Ask the Keenan yes. Allen owners if they want the ball. He's throwing like an average depth of like six point five yards to Keenan Allen. Keenan. So Allen, if you could. If you could trade Keenan Allen for for Mike Williams, or if you could trade Mike Williams for Keenan Allen, would you do it? 
I mean, like it would defeat the purpose since they're on the same team for me personally. If I already I'm just saying, one, straight up, straight up from from here on out, rest of the season, would you rather have Keenan Allen or Mike Williams? I think I'd rather have Mike Williams. He's going to score the touchdown. Keenan Allen's going to get the possessions. It depends on the rules of the league. So if we're playing a PPR, I'd we take are. Keenan Allen over Mike Williams any day. But if we're playing standard scoring, I'm going to take Mike Williams over Keenan Allen okay. with Justin Herbert this year. Um, not any other year. If it was last year, it would be a different story. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I, I, in a standard, I agree with you on that. Standard, I would definitely go Mike Williams 100%. I'm, I'm still banging pedigree. I, I still feel like <laughs> the people who've been the studs are going to be the studs. Like Calvin Ridley, I'm not willing to give up on just yet. I, I feel like he's been slow out of the box. Like if you're looking to buy a player at a low-ish, Calvin Ridley is a good buy for me right now. Definitely. If I'm looking on that, if I'm looking around looking for a receiver, I got a pissed off Calvin Ridley owner. I feel like I might be able to to, to flip someone like a decent running back two and a wide receiver three for him. I would do that every day. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, next week they got the jet, the jets. So this is the, this is the make or break game because you got the jets, then you had a buy. So again, it's kind of, sometimes I like to trade players before you got the buy because that way, all right, I cost you a game. <laughs> I don't know when uh, uh, I keep wanting to call him San Diego or Los Angeles bias, but I like that. But then, you know, Miami, not the greatest defense, but then you got Carolina who who's probably going to have maybe a healthy Gilmore at the time, a good defense, New Orleans, maybe you got uh, uh, Lattimore at the time, Dallas, you know, which you've seen out of Diggs, and then new England again, whose past defense has been good. I just, I'm not liking the trends. I don't think anybody needs to keep Atlanta's offense honest. Nope. Like Mike Mike Davis and uh, <laughs> and Gallman, they're starting. They try to throw a couple of carries at. It's not going to keep it honest. And and like uh, Ryan's depth of target has been maybe like four or five yards. Like he's not he's not even trying to stretch the field. So that that's where my nerves. Get in there, man. Yeah, it's a small sample size of four games. And sure, shooting for Mike Williams may be low, but sometimes trends change and, and things happen that sure. But that's I mean it's a double-edged sword. Right. Absolutely. So you're that's saying right. you're talking about Atlanta and their lack of a running game, right? You can say, okay, there's a lack of a running game, therefore the wide receivers are going to get focused on. You can also take that same argument and say there's a lack of a running game. Therefore, they're going to have to throw it all the time. I mean, it's it's just it's a thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you could say, I feel good about this player because of this, and either spin it one way or the other. You can say, I don't feel good about Calvin Ridley because they've got no run game, so there's no help for him. Or you can say, I feel good about Calvin Ridley because there's no run game, so they're going to have to throw it to him. That's what I'm saying. So far, like, they haven't, but that doesn't they mean they're not had a going run game, to. And he's not getting anything. But who'd they have? Hmm. La- they had Gurley last year. They had a, a bad run run game last year, too, and still fed their receivers. But they had Julio. So at least, you know, again, it's kind of the balance. You know, when so I'm taking of- away Julio makes, makes Ridley not even a usable player? Well, you know, I'm just saying, like I brought up earlier, the fact that 
hey, it doesn't matter. I, I brought up, you know, the Devontae Adams example. I brought up the Nuke in Houston example, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, but yeah. The one, I, but I the think one it's a, thing I think those it's a, guys all did have, if they did not have another person to draw coverage off them, they all had at least a, a David Johnson. A, a They all had at least a, a, a upper to mid-tier, if not top-tier running back to at least pull something. Like, there's literally nothing else in Atlanta right now. It's only Ridley. <laughs> Ridley and Pitts. And, yeah, and Pitts hasn't hasn't shown. I mean, yeah, he's a phenomenal talent, but he's still learning the game. And they're figuring out a way to game script him away, maybe using a linebacker so they don't even have to use their, their backfield. You know, they can use a safety, you know, whatever. I, I think that. I think it's folly to try to assume that Calvin Ridley is going to be Devontae Adams or be Tyreek Hill. He's not. He's not that quality. But I think he's a low end wide receiver one still. I think he's wide receiver ten ish overall. Wide receiver eight to ten for so the rest of the year. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no Kyle. I'm no Calvin Ridley stand. I'm not going to be no, no, standing no, no. on yeah, a table yeah. for him. I don't saying, think he's great, he's... but I I still think he's going to finish as a wide receiver eight to ten. So no, if I can and, buy him low, yeah, I'm gonna buy him low. And I'm Definitely. not, and I'm not 100% like you know that trade would make me nervous. Obviously, you know, right now he's still wide receiver 22. Right now he's a low end two. And you know, so there may be a wash by the time the end, the season comes out. And maybe maybe you missed out on all the goodness of Mike Williams during the trade, and you're gonna miss out on all the goodness coming forward for Calvin Ridley and it might be a total backfire it's just more of a scenario that I'm trying to drop on sure for a player that that is I get you frustrating it, it's good to have these these differing <clears throat> opinions and kind of get where people are coming from on stuff absolutely because there are people well and you know take that for what it is you, you believe in what you believe on Ridley now is the time to strike on them because mm-hmm. people like me are pissed so yeah if you if you have the faith, offer offer something. Offer a two for one. Offer like you know, people are striving for running back death. Offer yep. you know, offer. It's a battlefield uh, out there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they keep coming. offer offer Tony Pollard and uh, I don't I don't know. Um, you need a pretty good wide receiver for that because Zeke has kind of been taken. Over. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's say let's say Tony Pollard and, and Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith. That's exactly where I was going. Tony Pollard and Devonte Smith for for Calvin Ridley. That gets it done. It's, it's definitely it's definitely a good offer. It's a good offer. I don't know if it gets it done, but that's a great offer. That's that's a trade I'm making if I'm getting Ridley back. Mike loves his Devonte Smith, so he's he's like mm, not sure about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I don't and I don't like Matt Ryan. I think he's done. <laughs> it's like Philip Rivers stating they, they should have taken Justin Fields with definitely instead of Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I'm happy they didn't. As a Bears fan, I'm <laughs> loving it. No, yeah, no, they really they they yeah. They better hope that Deshaun Watson wants to come play for him next year or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're in trouble. And it's not it's not a good quarterback class coming out. <laughs> No. As we've as we as we've talked about, I'm a draft guy, so I look at all these college players. I'm looking at these quarterbacks, and everybody, I was like, "All right, be, before the year, this guy might be the guy that breaks out." And like everyone I've watched, I'm like, "Ooh, ooh, that's not that's not the guy." Like how like North Carolina Howell Rattler from 
uh, Oklahoma, a uh, guy from Ole Miss. It's all like, oh man, these these are not nearly what they were last year. Nope. So maybe between now and the end of the, co- the college season, someone will bust out, but I'm not seeing it so far. I'm not seeing that one of ones. There's certainly no Trevor Lawrence in this class. There's I don't even think there's a, a Zach Wilson or a Justin Fields in this class. <laughs> no. All right. So what kind of moves are you looking at for the teams that aren't quite your favorite, but you know you got hope with? Like I said earlier, the the team I'm playing with, Mike, I need I need Judy and Mike and Mike Thomas to come out about midseason and, and really show out because I do have Adams, Ridley, Lockett. Like I'm gonna be I'm hopefully running five strong so that I can flip some of those players to bolster my running backs, even though we do have two flex. If not, even if I go five wide, I, I'm I'm okay running with that. With um with Stafford, who I think is going to be a top eight quarterback, possibly going forward with with the mm-hmm. way they've been playing. Um, my two and two team though, which I do love, Team Donkey Roll. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I I understood that reference. Thank you. It's a very underrated movie. If you don't know, go Google it right now. But um, well worth watching. Well oh, worth man, watching. It's, it's one of my favorites. But um. I'm rolling out there, and, and I, it was one of the teams where I got Najee Harris again and uh, Mixon. This is my Mixon squad. I'm a little nervous about. But I, I got in early on James Robinson, who's been a, mm-hmm. a, a wonderful flex for me, who I'm putting in for Mixon now. Because even if Mixon comes back this week, I don't feel comfortable playing him because he's Mixon. Like, they're like, oh, he's going to start. Yeah, no, he's going to play a quarter. Um, then I got Tyreek Hill. And, and I got more Lockett. And then my favorite player that I did not mention in the last segment, DJ Moore has been better than anybody could have assumed for this season. For the resurgence of, of Darnold Schwarzenegger, like, I mean, the dude, Robbie Anderson's not even a nothing anymore. He's being dropped in leagues now. Like, he is, he is everything. He's taking all the targets and then some. So I'm loving this team. My problem is right now what I'm nervous about and what I'm trying to do and what's really hard in fantasy football is I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback. And he's QB 14 right now. He saved, you know, a little grace getting four passes last weekend, but that's on 188 passing yards. You know, you mentioned uh, Pollard earlier. They're, they're starting to swerve to this heavy run game. It's, uh-huh. it's a lot of Zeke, a lot of Pollard, and anybody who I, – luckily I don't have many shares of them, but anybody who's a Cooper or CD owner is feeling the burn right now. Uh-huh. I don't feel comfortable with him as – he's the only QB on my team. I don't have a backup. I didn't draft one. I don't do that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out a way to package somebody up. I do have – like a Javante Williams, who I think in the second half of the season is going to really is pick it up and put and put Gordon in the, in the back. You can slowly see the tide turning there. So I'm thinking of you know, I can't do it with Mixon now, but packaging him up with the running back might be the only way I can unload this quarterback and try to upgrade for like one of the more top tiers. I think even if I do Dak Prescott with a very small sweetener. And people might even consider this move a wash. 
otherwise. And unfortunately, I'm playing this guy this week, so I can't do it this week. But I'm thinking about trading for uh, Lamar Jackson. I feel like if you do Dak and someone like an RB2 like Javante, you might be in like that. You might be in that that Lamar, maybe Kyler Murray range. I don't think and that's if I crazy. Kyler, I, I would package up half of my. I'd package up almost anybody. If I <laughs> yeah, that guy, but I, 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 I'm, I'm shooting for Lamar here. I'm playing against him this week, and the guy's got um, uh, a decent backup. So like, and I'm playing him this week, but he benched him last week. But I feel like the way that they benched Tyson uh, Williams, which baffles me. In the yeah, fact, I did not see that coming. That they're not really. You know, if you're going to go with with uh, Team AARP in, in the backfield, like he's been throwing, and Hollywood's been been catching, and now Bateman's yep. coming back, and I'm not expecting him to like blow the doors off, but he's a viable target. Uh, Andrews is starting to come together. I, I think it's going to be all all Lamar going forward. I'm trying to get in early, so that's kind of my my push there is trying to figure out a way. To upgrade Dak, but you know, in in non two QB leagues, it's so hard. Oh yeah, to trade for a quarterback because most people, you know, if you got a top twelve quarterback, you don't really, you know, I mean, even guys like Daniel Jones and uh, and uh, the Darnold have been suitable fill-ins, even and like you know, it's it's just so tough that I feel I'm handcuffed and I'm going to have to overpay. To, to upgrade my quarterback here, but I feel like that's the one thing holding back this team. Because again, Najee, Robinson, Lockett, Hill, DJ, Devontae, uh, and then on my bench, you know, mixing because he's bench, Javante Williams, and I again, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I got Mike Thomas on this one as well. So, I mean, the thing that's holding me back, possibly, is Dak, because I you saw those middle middle two weeks and I and I just see this trend coming as their defense it's not great defense but it's it's better than they have been they've dedicated their whole draft to defense this past year and and they've been putting money in it I'm just in the running game's doing really well so I'm just nervous that like you know the the Chargers game and like Philly wasn't bad but I mean still you got New England coming up and you got Denver uh, it's just, man, I'm nervous. So that's kind of where I'm you at. You might also be able to buy low-ish on Russell Wilson right now. He's He's been good, but he's not been crazy Russell Wilson just yet. So you could do Dak and and scraps, I think, for Russell Wilson right now and, and, and get him. And I think in, in, I've, got, I've got Russ in one of my leagues, and he had a great first week against Indy. But he's not been not been setting the world on fire since then. He's been okay, but he's not been. He's he's wide receiver eight or even wide receiver quarterback eight in my league. I feel like if you got a, a Russ owner, and you see someone like Dak, and you throw in a a shiny object, uh, I, I don't know who that would be, but uh, yeah, I guess Javante or somebody like that. I feel like you get Russ, and I, I feel like that's a guy that no matter what is going to end up quarterback four quarterback five pretty much every year he's gonna he's gonna get there because if you look at his numbers he, he really hasn't had the rushing stats that russ typically has 
And even with him being on, you know, on the older side, he's still getting 400, 500 rush yards a, a year and five, six rush touchdowns a year. And he hasn't quite gotten that kicked in with his, his pass game just yet. So that, that'd be my sneaky buy. If I was, if I was looking to add a QB or swap Dak for another QB, see if you yeah. can get Russ, maybe get Russ plus somebody for Dak. If you, tr- if you sell Dak on that, that shiny object, depending on, uh, on what league you're in. No, I can dig that. Especially, I, I just pulled it up right now because the team that has them, they are a CMC owner, so they're hurting a little bit because they had to start Zach Moss mm-hmm. as their RB2, oh, wow. unfortunately. Rough. Um, but they do have, uh, you know, uh, they, they're the Pitts owner as well. So they're, they're struggling. Um, and they got C.D. Lamb. So I don't know if they're also realizing what's going on. So they Ooh. might have a little bit of an insight on it, but, but yeah, I mean, just to upgrade it to another position or give them a little bit more depth, definitely. Cause I mean, in this league, Russ is a top five QB. So that's where I'm at. I, 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 the Dak conundrum is what I'm calling it. Like I, I, he, I literally missed out on Kyler by about two picks. He was the one that I wanted. And I was committed to quarterback, and I almost kind of went on tilt real quick there because I, everything was lining up perfect for me. And then after for the first week when he threw, like, 972 passes, I was like, got him. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and now, like, the trend has just not been good. So what, what teams do you guys kind of have, like, hanging in the balance that you're making some plans on? So a lot of my moves, uh, so my draft – similar to uh, my man Sean's is I went after the running back. So now all my running backs, and then I I got lucky with the wide receivers. So DJ Moore, definitely my uh, favorite player in the league right now, along with Mike Williams. Uh, And then also uh, Terry McLaren. So he's still getting it done with. uh, Oh yeah. Nobody. I I don't even know the quarterback's name right now. Heineke. Tyler, Tyler Heineke, yeah. Tyler, yeah. Tyler. Tyler. After our boy Fitz went down, dude. Yeah, I, I thought it was over for him. And then Antonio Gibson still getting his his runs off too. But now my guys are banged up. So, like, I got Chris Carson. Um, probably won't play. But then I've been going after Alex Collins. So, if Alex Collins is on the waiver wire, I've been scooping him up like crazy, outbidding people on the fab, like, yeah, like my man Ryan. <laughs> Uh, to get him just because he looks good. Um, looks like he's like in love with the game and trying to feed his family. Like he's running <laughs> with some passion. Nah, dude. Um, so yeah. I dig him. So I've been trying to go get him. And then like my wide receivers, like I'm, I didn't do the same strategy as you. So I don't have the, the glamorous names, but my guys are getting it done. So the Jamar chase, like even I got Waddle, Waddle in a lot of teams mm. and like he's catching like, Jacoby Myers balls he's like he's getting good. like 11 targets yeah um, Devontae Parker's back now that's gonna take some from him but I mean I like him a lot so like I've been trying to get him and I don't know man I feel like even on my 0 and 4 team that I averaged lost by five points um my rough. first four weeks um the last week I lost by a point because the the Raiders decided I had Daniel Carson down by three thought for sure I was going to win they only kicked one extra point that game apparently (laughs) so I lost by one point actually 0.80 um still (laughs) Um, 
but that team right there is even solid. And like, I, I'm in a good place wide receiver wise and then tight end, like Noah Fant has like been doing things wonders mm-hmm. for me. Oh yeah. Um, he's been a great. Yeah. And then Gronk, like I, I'm in love with Gronk again. And like me and Ryan were texting back and forth today. And like Gronk isn't like really about stats. Like we know he's going to score touchdowns because they're, they're making history every time they throw a touchdown. Oh yeah. And like, they don't even try to hide it. They're going to Gronk yeah. and he still yeah. gets it done. So I've, I've been trying to get heavy into Gronk. So like I've, I've got Gronk secured in four out of my eight leagues and I'm going to keep getting him in the rest of them. That's, that's his dude, man. Like, you know, the goat's going to go. He just is that that's his guy. And it's a security gonna, blanket. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's baffling, but I mean, it makes sense once you think about it, like as it was happening, everybody's like, of course he is, man. Like, you think it's like, oh, great, Howard, they got uh, a talented trio, wide receivers, like all. But no, man, like. Yeah, it's Gronk. It's Gronk. That's his guy. Right, I, and you again, Edel, you know. You think Edelman's going to come out of retirement and come join him too? <laughs> if he could, he would, dude. If, if he could, he would. He's his, he's his biggest hype man on Twitter. So if he could, he would. But, yeah, uh, and he, you know, as I spoke about, talking about Kelsey I mean with the with with the landscape of tight ends that one was that one's been one of the best for people that 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 sat on it or he was even on a lot of waiver wires after the draft exactly so a lot of people might even already have a good tight end or an elite tight end you know as you just said you took from uh from Curtis in our league He's got he had <laughs> Kittle and Gronk. Like, yeah, man, make an offer for that. Definitely. <laughs> They'd rather upgrade somewhere else because if they took Kittle early in the like probably a top three round pick, they're hurting somewhere. They got him. Oh yeah. They got it. And that's so for me, I've got one league where I took Kittle uh and I had I had Dalvin Cook with my first pick, and then I had Kittle with I think it was my third round. So for me, I really need those guys to start playing like I drafted. Right. Them. Um, but right now, I'm I'm gonna go look for guys that I think are potentially people that would be sold on. Uh, so owner might be a little tired of seeing what this person has done so far. Might be willing to sell them for cheaper than I think they're worth. Uh, so I'm looking at guys, if I'm looking to add, I'm looking at like Alan Robinson. I'm looking at really, Bill, I'm looking at Bobby trees over on the, wow. on the Rams. I'm looking <laughs> at, uh, Josh Jacobs. I'm buying, I'm buying low on some people that I think are actually some pretty solid players. And I'm gonna try wow. to make some trades right now for, for some undervalued people. Well, I trust just- that Robinson, especially with, uh, I, I know, Fields gave Mooney some love this past game. I still think Robinson's going to be that number one guy. Definitely. And you can buy him for nothing right now. Yeah, I was about to say, you can do, you You can probably go pennies on these. So I, right. yeah, like you got, that's what I'm looking to do. Basement prices here. But you're not a little bit nervous that Van Jefferson's taking over the Bobby Trees role here. I love Van Jefferson, but uh, I'm not I'm not willing to buy just yet. And and Van Jefferson, what his dad was a wide receivers coach, is that why like his his routes are so great? 
but no, I'm not, I'm not selling hundred percent on Bobby trees just yet. I think he's got, he's, he's still got that uh, 90 catch for 1100 yards and three or four <laughs> touchdowns in him. I don't, I don't think that's gone just yet. Um, especially with Matt Stafford. I mean, that offense is going to be good. They're going to keep scoring. They're going to keep moving the ball just because Bobby trees hasn't been involved that much yet. And it's all been Cooper. You might see one of these, these weeks coming up, everybody starts focusing on Cooper cup because it's not like they got a tight end to throw to. And that's what's going on right now. Like hey, Cooper Higby, Cups. Don't, don't be sliding Higby now. I'm sliding Higby. I'm not, a, I'm not a Higby fan, but yeah, I'd be buying on, on Robert Woods right now. Uh, Cooper cups getting like all the plays called for him Yep, and he's getting open and he's making it happen, but they're going to key on Cooper and that's when the Robert Woods should come back. Um, but I'm, I'm sold on Van Jefferson. Like, I like I, Van I, Jefferson a lot. I think he's he, was, he was a guy I thought like coming out last year, I'm like, Ooh, I saw him in, uh, was it the senior bowl or the, it was a senior bowl. One of those, those, those all-star games. I'm like, Ooh, this guy runs some good routes. Right. Uh, and then I was like, Oh yeah. His dad's a wide receiver coach. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I've been scooping him up like crazy. Like he, I mean, you watch the game. He's a good player. They've got He's elite player. players out there. I mean, like him and I think Bobby Trees are are tied for catches this year. And I think Higby is second in yardage to, to Cooper. So, like, it's it's kind of crazy, that offense. Like, it hasn't even started gelling yet. They haven't used page three yet. Like, there's like 195,000 more pages to this offense. So, yeah. I'm hoping we see it. Like, Daryl Henderson looks good when he's playing. Yeah. So, like, I exciting team to watch. Like, it's like being a part of uh, KC. You want a piece of any of that if you can get some of it. Yeah, and that's kind of what – but also, you know, if Goff was still there, I think I'd be higher Ooh. on trees than Jefferson. The fact that Stafford's in here now is just like he's finding his own guys. So I don't have as much of the history of, uh, you know, what's – you know, for those listening, if you're <clears throat> just playing in your first year <clears throat> fantasy football, we are talking about Robert Woods here. You know, we go slang, but um, I, th- I, th- I feel like that he's picking up his own guys and his own habits. I mean, you know, everybody's made jokes about the the breakfast with Cooper Cup and all the stuff that, that Stafford did, and that's why he's his main man. Cooper Cup's really talented, so I mean uh-huh. – it's not all based on that. Not like, oh, I'm not going to pass this open guy because we, we got biscuits and gravy the other day. No, nah, he's a really <laughs> talented player. But I I feel that, like, I mean, Woods has been in the league a while. He really has. People don't think about it like the days from Buffalo. Like, he's he may have been passed up a little bit here. And, you know, he's, he's still only 29, right. though. It's not like we're talking about a 32 year old guy. Hey, man, <laughs> we're all we're all over 29 years, so we can say that 29 is not 29. But in, in NFL years, in NFL years, 29, sometimes 29, man. Hmm. It really don't, is. Don't rub it in. <laughs> it really is. Even in wide receiver, you know, which gets a little bit, you know, if he was a running back, he'd have been retired three years ago. So, oh, yeah. True, true. Um, I'm making it past 30. <laughs> I'm still buying. I'm still buying four weeks in. I'm, I'm looking at guys that I like to start this season that are undervalued, and I'm looking to trade for them. All right. So then, all right. 
what what has you uh, sold on uh, our man in Las Vegas here, Jacobs? Like what? Ooh. Why? why? Uh, and again, I don't think it'll cost too much because most people. I mean, literally, he was in that dearth. You know, you kind of. Uh, yeah, I feel I've said that term too often. If I edit these things, I would. <laughs> but I don't. Just, just edit this part out, and everything's fine. No, um, there was that range there where a couple of players are already getting dropped, like the Miles Sanders and the aforementioned Gaskin, who I'm still. Yep. What about Jacobs? You know, that was kind of like the uh, the running back. Ah, spin the wheel and pick one. And the dude was playing until the wheels fell off early in the season, and and had a great great game. But now you've seen, you know. Uh, Oh man, Peyton Barber come in. Yeah, that's that the Peyton Barber <laughs> thing is a little little disturbing. Right. And they and then they gave all that money to Drake, which hasn't really paid off yet, but they, they paid him off. Like, well, what's got you sold on Jacobs as a as a, a target? So I, I still think so he's got that ankle issue. I'm I'm not willing to completely write him off just because he's had an ankle. Uh he was still a, a really solid running back to last year and the year before. And he's young enough that I don't think he's, it's not like he's cooked. Uh, I still think there's, no, I don't think he's cooked. He's, he's third, third year in the league, third year, fourth year, third year. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he's done. I still think he's got some juice in him. And I, I still think he's one of the few that, that actually has the ability to, do more than just be either a first two down back or a third down back. There are very few guys that can kind of span both of those. And I know they do have Kenyon Drake, so he's, he's going to be more of the, the pass catching move kind of running back. But I still think Jacobs has the ability to catch some. He's not great. He's, he's not going to be JD McKissick, uh, but he can, he can get slide. a couple of catches. Don't get McKissick now either. No, no, no. McKissick is more your receiving back, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's been a wonderful flex this year. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that Jacobs is not that when it comes to a receiving back. Oh, okay. But I still think he has some receiving talent to him. I'm with you. Definitely. Uh, I, I would have compared, I, I would have said he's not Derrick Henry when it comes to catching the ball, but Derrick Henry actually caught some balls last week. That's big. With his, 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 it's like he's catching with oven mitts out there, Derrick Henry, when you see him. Oh, yeah. That guy can be like, wide receiver like (laughs) there's anything above if there's anything above rb1 if he keeps catching like what he's been i that's crazy the sky's the the limit for derrick henry if he if he can start catching like four or five balls a game like that's ridiculous but i guess when i when i look at jacobs i still think he's got he's got good size he's got good quickness uh and i think he's got the ability to be more than just a two down back so that might be wishful thinking on my part, but I think looking at the talent and that offense, I think can be decent to get him some touches near the goal line. I think you could be looking at running back 15 from here on out wow. and you could pay next to nothing to get him. Cause he's been, he's been out and he's not been great when he's been in. So say you throw someone, I don't know, uh, a low end wide. Re- give me, give me a wide receiver. That's been overperforming so far. Uh, 
overperforming. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> Throw Cordell Patterson for Josh Jacobs. You might get him. Marvin Jones. Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Jones. Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones for, for Josh Jacobs. Might be Marvin Jones and a sweetener for Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I would take Josh Jacobs every time. Go to and hope that hope that the Jacobs owner is also the CMC owner and go Chuba and go. Uh, yeah. and Jones for him. Like so I'm, I'm I'm betting more on talent than what I've seen so far. I think I think Jacobs is a talented guy. I think Allen Robinson is one of the top ten most talented receivers in the league. I think I think Robert Woods is a very talented guy. So I'm betting that the talent eventually plays out and evens out despite the slow start. That's basically where I'm at. I'm looking at guys that I thought that I rated highly. And I, Brandon Ayuk might be one of those guys, but he's kind of been in the doghouse. So you can never quite tell when it comes to doghouse, when it comes to a talented player versus just hasn't quite performed up to their, their standards yet. But Ayuk might be a guy I look at as a, even a waiver ad at this point, because he's been dropped in so many leagues. Yeah, no, I, I don't see Lance as a uh, as a polished receiver at Stephen Fields. So I'm, I, you know, the the touchdown he did to Devo last week was because there wasn't anybody within like 700 yards of him, and it was oh, yeah. he threw, it was he threw still, a soft as hell too. It was so underthrown, like <laughs> so. I, 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 have, I don't want anything to do with anything in San Francisco right now. Which sucks because I loved that offense to start the year. Yeah, that I offense. So awesome. many parts of that offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm most... looking at it like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it hurts. The only thing I do have is, um, as a former Redskins and Tampa Bay running back owner. Beware of Peyton Barber. That man's gonna snipe about four <laughs> four touchdowns when you think when you think that Jacobs is gone. Uh-huh. Your boy Chuck, he's gonna be like, don't don't throw Peyton in there. I like that guy. You know, that's my guy. That's my guy. And it, you know, that's 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 my only buyer beware on that. The guy that's just keeps showing up to, point. to give you like the uh four carries for six yards and two touchdowns kind of week that will just break your heart. You can't kill him. You can't kill him. No. No, it's He's crazy. Michael Myers. Jacobs. That's what he does. All right, man. Couple uh going around going around the clock. Uh do you think anybody's gonna take the uh wide receiver role in the backfield of the New England Patriots? That's been kind of like a hot topic now that James White's out. Is there J.J. Taylor? Do you pick up a Ramondre Stevenson? Thinking in a couple weeks he might get some shine. Is old man Bolden, who has a lot of uh, special teams experience, who's been getting early down work, is this a valuable position? Man, I can't even – I can't, this will be a short answer for me. I can't tell you what Bill Belichick's going to do, man. Like, I, these are the tough no decisions clue. folks are making right now. I'm at the tough wire decision. This is where I'm at. I'm at the white wave of wire. I'm in the scraps. Here's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm, 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 um, ah, crap. I can't even remember the, I'm the guy throwing the chum off the bucket in Jaws. Can't even remember the actor's name, Dreyfus, right now. Here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to help out our guys right now that are in deep leagues, far leagues that picked up JJ Taylor last week to see him get one carry and, and fumble it. 
we're we're going deep. we're going deep here to go off off the grid before we wrap up, man. The only one that hasn't fumbled has been Brandon Bolden. So if we went off that, then it would be Brandon Bolden. But he's as old as Cordell. Who's older, Brandon Bolden or Cordell? Oh, I'll, I'll look that up for you while you're, you're <laughs> riffing here. Because, like, that, I mean, like, Ramondre was supposed to be the guy. So that's the people that everybody, the dude everybody's picking up at the end of the drafts. That right, I've been yeah, in. yeah. Preseason superstar. But so now, Cordero like, Patterson is slightly, Cordero Patterson's 30, Brandon Bolden's 31. See? There you go. <laughs> so it might be another resurgence. But it's um, like a Tyson Williams thing where you don't want to let go. But, like, by the end of the season, Ramondre Stevenson and Tyson Williams <laughs> could be, like, second-half darlings, you know. These are deep bench guys that you got to discuss oh, right now man. before you have to drop, like, $50 a fab on them when they go off for 132 and 2 <laughs> So if I'm, if I'm looking at that, that backfield – I think the guy that's going to be your James White is not in that backfield uh, currently because you got you talked about JJ Taylor, uh, you talked Johnson, about Ramondre Steeler. That you're stealing my thunder here, man. Oh shit! So when, sorry. <laughs> so when I'm when I'm looking at who can be the James White on that, Duke Johnson is an amazing receiving running back. Uh, Chris Thompson is still out there. Is he? Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't I believe Chris Thompson got signed. Let me, let me look. I don't believe he did. Then we got uh, uh, Marlon Mack sitting in Indy that's ready to be shipped. And I think he's still got something. You could trade us for Tariq Cohen if he's no, not ready to play, obviously, because we just traded somebody stupid for him. No, Chris Thompson's a free agent. Yeah. I think so he, if, I'm, I think if I'm the Patriots, I'm looking at Chris Thompson or Duke Johnson to – to come on in and be that guy. Cause both of those guys are proven and Duke in particular is a great receiver. Definitely. So if you're in a super like 16 team league, maybe go ahead and put a waiver claim on one of those two guys and just kind of sit on the back of your bench and see what happens. You might end up with a flex play on one of those two. That's this isn't even the ugliest question I got. Here we oh go. Boy. Go in Detroit here. Is if there any, if you had to be a Detroit Lions fan, would you? Is there any value in picking Probably up not. Tyrell Williams, who's been on the IR, or not on the IR, but been hurt, or Khalif Raymond? No. Who just got two touchdowns <laughs> last week. I, I got a one-word answer for you. No. All right, man. I'm talking to I'm trying That's to a bad. Out. I'm, he- I'm helping out the scrappers here. <laughs> I, I don't want bits of a bad offense. I don't want anybody in the Jets offense right now, despite me being a, a stand for Elijah Moore. Well, Crowder uh, just came back and lit it up. He's available on wires. Yeah, do you want do you want to trust that? I don't. Short area passes. Do you we want that? Do you want to no trust that? I don't. I'm not buying any parts of the Jets. I think he's doing what you thought Moore would do. Elijah. Yeah, but that's because I, I like Elijah Moore. And that's I, I would I'm not I'm, I'm still not like picking up Elijah Moore. I'd love to have lunch with him and hang out with him, but he's not getting it done right now, dude. Seems I'm like a nice saying. fellow. He does seem like a nice guy. No, I'm I'm just saying I don't I don't want I don't want Lions offense. I don't want Jets offense. Uh I, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna pass on those teams. <laughs> and if if one of those players blows up and I miss it. 
if Tyrell Williams blows up, oops, oops, I missed it. I guess I'll wear that. All right. Well, then I'll go with the, I'll go with the hot pickups then to end this this uh, end of the wire segment because. Well, then I would just what does Mike think? You have two guests on your show, Ryan. Why don't you ask the gentleman on the screen to my left what he thinks? Mike, what do you think? I can tell by looking at his face right now, and I know what he spent on uh, Cephas not that long Come ago. Come on, Mike. So Talk, tell me about Quentin Cephas and how much you love Quentin Cephas. So I was picking Amon St. Brown to be the man, and I spent nothing on Cephas. I waited for everybody to yeah, leave him did. there for me. Um, I have him in a lot of leagues, and like I, I don't have any use for him, so he's going to sit on the bottom of my bench, and I'll never use him. So <laughs> that's my issue. Like, so if you say you pick up Tyrell Williams, are you gonna are you gonna start Tyrell Williams never. on your team seriously? <laughs> never. Like, is there is there a scenario where it's like, oh, he's playing uh, the the Falcons hey, this week? Just uh, they got a really bad pass defense. I guess I'll put him at, at my flex. No, no. Never. Because you got just, three receivers better than Tyrell Williams. Just this past week, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and uh, Shepard were all injured. Sure. Okay. Still you might need Tyrell. I still had receivers. Better than them. All right. Right. I mean, so that, that's my thing. I mean, I I rolled the dice it, on OBJ. It's fine. Him. And he he should have oh, caught along. And you have OBJ touchdown. too? No, you don't, man. All those players are all within like two rounds of each other. Sometimes people need to scrape the wire. But you're not starting Tyrell. If you're in a place where you're starting Tyrell Williams, just give up because your, your season's done. <laughs> if, if Tyrell Williams is one of your three best receivers, you're, you're done. Just pack it in because your, your season's over. You're not, you're not adding Tyrell Williams to start Tyrell Williams. Jason Goff's been a very surprising quarterback, and I hope to God Tyrell Williams comes off as a top 12 receiver to finish off the season. He might have a great week or two. That doesn't mean I'm wrong. For someone to stash on your bench, I'm not saying put him in your lineup tomorrow. I'm talking about improving your team. Uh And by improving your team, I I took a chance on so many players from the draft (laughs) that have not paid off. You know, I got Larry Roundtrees and people like that that have just like, you know, I need to always keep shuffling and moving, man. Always. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take some name players that were drafted that I have seen dropped in 10 player leagues recently. And so these are three running backs, and you guys just pick your favorite out of the three. All right. Because I have seen them all go. And I know Sean's not going to pick one of them, but these three running backs I've seen draft drop. We got um, Miles Gaskin, Miles Sanders, and Tyson Williams. These guys all had at least one game, sometimes two, of double-digit fantasy points. They were all – well, not, Tyson wasn't eh, – no, he was he was close because that's when uh, – depending on when you draft because obviously the injuries kind of came throughout the drafting season, but – all these players have started and played significant minutes for teams. They've fallen out of favor. And they, they've been uh, dropped for players like uh, uh, Tyrell. And so uh, which one of those, if you had one to pick up, to stash on the bottom of your bench, I'm not talking about putting them in your lineup, Sean. I'm not buying it a beer. It's not taking your turn. Okay? I'm just saying. If you had to pick one, which one are you going with? Ah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close my eyes and uh, and make a wish 
that that Miles Sanders does not uh, stay a pumpkin for the rest of the season. And again, that's that's me banking on talent. Like Tyson Williams, for some reason, like he came out of the gates hot. I was like, oh, he's like an 18 point per game dude. That's going to be the guy, and that's the number one in a very strong rushing offense. And then they decided to go to the AARP squad, which I guess he lost he lost his uh, his, his his trust somewhere along the way. And I I wouldn't bank that he gets that back. And you know my feelings on Miles Gaskin. I always thought that Miles Gaskin was kind of a junk heap. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so if I got to pick one of those three, a junk heap? Are you putting him on that shit? Like, who is a junk heap? Junk heap. Oh, not a junk heap. Okay. Get him off the trash pile. I was like, he might be a junkie. I don't know. Like, is he tying off on the bench or something? Yeah, you might. That's harsh, bro. Okay, junk heap. Okay, I got so. I'm about that Miles Sanders. All right. Can, you don't, can fear, perhaps you don't fear the gain well. <laughs> I do, but you're asking me to pick one of the three. I know. I'm I don't saying. feel good about That's it. That's part of it. You know, I, 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 yeah, I don't fear Malcolm Brown or, or Salvan Ackman. Yeah. Your game well more than that. All right. No, I, th- I think Miles Sanders has got some good, some good running and receiving ability to him. Right. I don't think he's great. But as a yeah, no, no, no. low it's, end it's, potential it's off, flex, it's off the yeah. waiver wire. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I feel real bad about those last two games. Like I, I, I don't own him in any teams, but I've I've followed him a bit just because I was interested in what he was going to do, and he's just kind of fallen off the earth. Um, so maybe that's a guy that you can get as a toss in. Yeah, man. I mean, he had he had two carries. In they don't play in rough. Seven, yeah, seven for thirteen in, in week four. It's, it's been a it's been a rough trend. It's been a way yeah. It's been a rough go. Who who would you choose, Mike? Oh man, out of these guys, this is great. So I'm gonna have to go with. So like I, I think I'm stuck on the name, but like it's it it'd be Sanders for me too. Sanders picking him up would be the same reason why anybody I have him on one of my teams. I started him the last two weeks, but uh. Picking him up and putting him on the bottom of my bench and waiting for Gainwell, who's actually smaller than him, to get hurt. Um, and like it's it's gonna happen as much as they use him. That's good point. Um that would be why. So happens every year with Miles Sanders. It's usually in the middle of the year. He disappears, and then right around their playoff runs, like they're feeding him like like crazy. They're feeding him like Derek Henry. He's all rested. He's all rested. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just been laying in the weeds. <laughs> and then like he comes and kills at the end of the year. So I don't know if they're setting us up for this again to rest him in the middle of the year and let Gainwell die. And then once Gainwell dies, because they don't use them both. And that's the yep. crazy part. Like when Sanders comes out, he's not going back in. <laughs> it's Gainwell yeah. time. And I don't understand the game flow of it either. So like they're no, I, I don't I don't particularly want any of the three, but yeah, if I gotta pick one, it's gonna be Sanders. What about you, Ry? Me? I'm yeah. man, I'm still team gas can. I'm still team Gaskin, you know this. All right, fine. I'm gonna die on gas can. I'm gonna die on that hill. When Tua comes back, you'll see their transformation. I, I with Hertz, I don't see much of the running game improving for Philly. And I'm, um, and again, that's kind of the same with, um, with, uh, 
Lamar and what I've been seeing with the trends of Baltimore. I don't know what the hell Harbaugh's doing, but the guy's been more successful than most coaches in the NFL. So I'm yep. just, if he makes him inactive, he sees something. I don't want to be on that team. So I'm sticking with Gaskin. Um, I'm going to give one last gross question for all those folks scraping the waiver wire out there. Pick your favorite Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darren Waller. Ooh. No. Yeah, can we pick Waller? No. <laughs> wide receiver, not tight end. He is a wide receiver. <laughs> Didn't say pass catcher. I said wide receiver. All right. I mean, mind. it's kind of like picking from Denver between all the other guys when Jerry Judy's not there. Like, what's the difference between Patrick and Sutton? So, like, if I said Rugs, I couldn't tell you why I said Rugs. I couldn't right. tell you why I said Edwards. But actually, I backtrack. I got my guy, Hunter. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Okay. Yeah, third PPR, and Renfro. PPR, PPR. Third and Renfro. That's my dude. He's great. He's great value. Uh, Cole Beasley. Yeah. Uh, I lean Brian Edwards a bit, just because I think I, I think that that guy's got just kind of scratching the surface of what he can do. Um, he's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got some moves to him. I feel like that's a dude that if I'm going to stash on the back of my bench, just as a, Hey, this guy might break out kind of like Pittman towards the end of that Michael Pittman towards the end of last year, where you're like, ah, he's, he's kind of like Neo just starting to see the matrix. You don't know if he's, <laughs> if he's actually going to break out or not, but he's he got all hurt. the, he's he got all the things all he might be able to put him together. Uh, like, I feel like we know that you know, rugs is going to be that Deshaun Jackson boomer bust guy. Uh, Hunter Renfro is going to be your 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 poor man's Julian Edelman, you know, getting your your PPR points. He's I'm got bet a on new a route that... where he does like a circle. Oh, that that, that yes, that was that yeah. was a great route. They showed that over and over again, and it's amazing. Cooper Cup's already jacked it because <laughs> <laughs> they practiced they practiced together to start the season. But yeah, um, I'm going to bet on a guy that I think has the physical tools to be you know an X receiver. Uh, a true number one, and that's Brian Edwards. Uh, he might not materialize this year, but especially if you got a dynasty league where you can throw a guy on a deep, deep bench, that might be the guy that I would be looking at is, hey, you look back a year from now and, oh, you were real smart to pick up that guy. But if you're looking just this year and you need immediate points, Renfro is probably a better bet, but Towards the end of this year into next year, I think that's going to be Brian Edwards. I think he's going to be a breakout, breakout star. Nice, yeah. Uh, breakout star candidate. Let me, let me, yeah, let me no, temper that just a bit. Uh, fantastic star in, in college, injured. You know, it's it's a good redemption piece. All right, now that we scraped out the bottom of the bowl, we're going to end on a couple picks. Who's going to be your or not yours, not on your team, anybody's team when when it's all said and done and, and the champion of your league does one of these and comes through putting, <laughs> putting the belt on my chin. Who's going to be the fantasy MVP of this year? Ooh. Who's going to be on the roster? Who's going to be the one that's like, well, of course, because you had so and so. Who is it? Ooh, uh. I think you're always going to have like the, uh, I mean, like Derrick Henry is going to be on the roster because he's catching passes now. Um, it's going to lead the league in rushing. 
Uh, I don't know what he's doing on touchdowns. And then uh, – Before you get one pick, Mike. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. He's going to be on all the championship nice. rosters. I love it. So, uh, that's that's certainly a damn good one because that's a guy that can get you 60 points <laughs> just any given week. He's just going to end up – seems to, like, progress as a – like, last year, he, he was, like, putting up, like, 30, 40-point games all throughout the playoffs. It was ridiculous. He, he doesn't wear down, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with my guy, Kyler. Um, he's, he's kind of taking that extra step this year where he's not just, not just, yeah, just not, not a guy that's just running the ball, not just a guy that's throwing it up there. He's, he's got some talent around him. He's, he's really, I think, taking that next step and let me see what, who's he got coming up towards the end of his season. So let me pull up his schedule real quick. Murray? Even, you're catching me off the off guard. Oh, we got the Bears in week 13. So, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Uh, man, yeah. But, I mean, he's got Rams in Rams. week 14. That's not good. Detroit, Detroit week 15. There you go. There's your, there's your getting yeah. into the finals. Detroit Tyler Murray 15. week 15. Bank it. 50 points. <laughs> he's getting you in your championship. Well, that's the thing. Now that we're playing longer weeks you go to week 17 so actually detroit's your first week of the playoffs and a lot of right, you got detroit you got indy and then dallas dallas right dallas is yeah. pretty bad in the back end too that's hot that's hot because so i think they do they spread it around like i think Nuke kyler is going to be your guy Kyler's going to be not the guy Nuke anymore because they aj's proven to be reliable AJ. Kirk Rondale Moore, reliable. and then they can throw Rondale in there every now and then. Like, Rondale Moore looks fun. That's a and, that's a fun the, young player. And the extra X on the tight end, <laughs> all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah, Max Williams. <laughs> He's actually becoming something. Like I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying is somebody need to pick up or anything like that, but they 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 spread it around so much that it's 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 vulgars. I don't I don't get it. What about you? Who's your who's your league winner? Well, you stole mine, man. So is it Kyler? Yeah, it was. So I've been searching for another one, but I can't. I got to go, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Murray too, because like between him and Gronk, I think they're my saving graces on my favorite team. I think like having that extra edge, like every week when I go in, it's like, oh, this guy kind of let me down. This guy kind of let me down, but these guys are gonna give me. 20, 30 points every single week. And it's just starting to, it's starting to trend that way. And I, yep. I don't really see it changing. And for the fact, the matter is that people obviously had Mahomes, then they had usually Allen and maybe, you know, depending on what league you were in, either Jackson combination of Jackson, Dak, Kyler, whoever, like you might've gotten Kyler in the fifth or sixth round. So, yep. I mean, that right there means your team is still pretty solid and you're getting like a difference maker at your quarterback situation. So that, mm-hmm. that for me, I think it's tough to overcome and just going off my other leagues, usually the first place team in every league has Kyler so far. So I got to lean that way. I'm trying to be contrarian and, and pick up another one, but not. Nah. That, that's where I'm at as well. Your answer is Miles Gaskin. 
hey, man, he's going to have a comeback, and I'm going to buy you a jersey, and you're going to have to wear it <laughs> at, the, at the last last episode of the season. If he busts be- out and you buy me a Miles Gaskin jersey, I will wear it on this <laughs> podcast. I'll buy you a shirt jersey because I'm not a jersey. Good. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'll wear All it. Right. I'll All pop right, it for fellas. you. We've come to that point in time. People that he already did not like our fantasy football team are tired of hearing about our fantasy football team, so we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much. We'll check in around week eight, and uh, hopefully your teams are still thriving. Thanks. If you have questions, if you have a fantasy football team, and and you got some some questions about what you should do with your fantasy football team, send good old good old Ryan uh, a message either at uh, Pain Pain Productions or at his his different little uh, social meeds, and uh, he'll help you out. Look at you trying to sell. I was hoping you were going for yourself. I was hoping you were self-promoting here, man. Like You can hit me up, too. I met Sean Likes Things on a, a bunch of different things. <laughs> there you hit go. Me up. There you go. I'll be don't happy to answer me. and give you some some bad advice because my teams are bad right now. Yeah, don't ask me shit. I ain't I, <laughs> so yeah, Mike's like, Mike's like I don't care about your team. Shut up. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and some, that, promotion no, yeah. for you how about you just leave us a five-star rating on uh pay productions uh podcast tell a friend thank you for that and tell follow a us on good pods as i was talking about earlier it's like the social media of podcast apps check that one out all right take care